0: Thank you for downloading this week's episode of PR Week's Coffee Break. For more episodes, visit PRWeek.com.
1: Welcome to another edition of Coffee Break. My name is Steve Barrett. I'm the Editorial Director at PR Week. Delighted to bring you another show with one of our women to watch for 2022. Very honoured to have Leela Stake on the show, who's Global Head of FH for Inclusion and Global Co-Lead at True Mosaic, which is all part of Fleischmann-Hillard. So, Leela, welcome to the show. Great to have you
0: yeah thank you steve it's so great to be here and very honored to be in an amazing class of uh women to watch so thank you for that
1: yeah, it, it is an amazing class. So well done on that. And um, we really love to celebrate that every year and because we know how many f- f- amazing women are in the industry and both the, the leaders and the next generation generation of leaders. So it's really good to talk to you. Let's start by talking about FH for inclusion and true mosaic. You know, tell us a bit about that, what it what it is within Fleischmann Hillard and how they work together, those two units.
0: Absolutely. Well, it has really been an honor to be part of both of these initiatives. FH for Inclusion is our global pro bono and volunteer initiative. It was launched around our 70th anniversary. We recently had our 75th anniversary at Fleischmann Hillard, and it was really a commitment to lean into inclusion through giving with our heads and our hearts to organizations who very much deserve our support and our services um, but can't afford them and it has been an amazing platform to do a ton of impactful work um, over the past five plus years now and true mosaic is our global diversity equity and inclusion client Um, And we've had the amazing opportunity to work with more than 100 clients um, on diversity, equity, and inclusion issues um, over the um, past few years. It's uh, been a through line in my career for more than two decades now. um, And it's just been amazing to help grow our team to more than 160 counselors around the world with diverse lived experience.
1: No, that's fantastic. Yeah. So it's all client work. It's just some of it's pro bono and some of it's paid for work, but it's all on the client work side, which is, is good to see.
0: That's exactly right, Steve. And it's really important to us when we take on a pro bono or volunteer client, we're treating them like any other client, right? So we take that responsibility really seriously in terms of developing a scope of work that we both agree to and making sure we're really fulfilling on those responsibilities in the way that we would with any um, impeccable client service that we want to
1: deliver. Yeah, and we'll dig into some of that work in a minute, but to, to, first of all, just tell us, you're in you're in the Bay Area, tell us where the people are spread around the, the US and the world. That work. Yeah,
0: so part of the amazing thing and why it's called True Mosaic is it's really intended to be reflective of the varied vibrant world that we live in. Um, that means that we can take advantage of being a large agency with many different, um, a different presence in many different parts of the world. And so um, we want to make sure we're bringing people together that not only have varied professional expertise, but also diverse lived experience. And we define that quite broadly. So certainly in terms of race and ethnicity and country of origin, but also things like sexual orientation, gender identity, um, and people with a disability. So um, those are just some of the facets we um, consider. And I think our clients are really looking for that um, to be able to tap experts who really have um, you know, lived in uh, lived different lives in different places, and bring that experience to bear in the work that we do with them.
1: Yeah, it's important that, that what you said there. It's not just uh, although diversity, ethnic, ethnic and sexual diversity is obviously very important, but there are other elements of diversity as well. We're talking in Diversity Month, National Diversity Month, and I know you're you're about diversity year-round, but what tell us about Diversity Month and why that is important and, and how you can shine a light on some of the issues.
0: Yeah, it's a really good point. I mean, I think, you know, in some sense, we try to get our clients to move away from just thinking about sort of months or days of recognition. But they exist for a reason, which is to focus the conversation on some of the topics that matter. Um, I mean, we obviously saw a huge spike in interest and activity um, related to diversity, equity, and inclusion in the wake of George Floyd's murder nearly two years ago now. And, um, you know, the conversation reached a fever pitch. We saw all kinds of um, commitments from um, different companies and organizations. And here we are two years later, and I think the opportunity we have now is to make sure we keep that momentum going. We don't wanna lose ground. We wanna make sure that those commitments that were made two years ago um, come to fruition and that we build on really making a more diverse, you know, equitable um, and just and inclusive society.
1: Yeah, so let's dig into that bit because you're right. People are a bit skeptical about it, aren't they? They think, yeah, well, companies made these statements or they, they went dark on social or they. But how do you ensure that the clients you're working with really double down and get things done and make change rather than just making statements that some people might think, well, they never really followed up on that?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it gets back to me on a very personal note of like how I got into this work in the first place. So I come at it very much from a lens of shouldn't communicate about it if you don't have something real to communicate about. And so I feel like we are sometimes just as much um, strategic counselors to our clients and helping to advise and make sure the strength of programs are real um, in addition to of course making sure that the communications around those programs are really effective and i think that those pieces of the puzzle fit together so beautifully um, because you could also have the best programs in the world but if no one knows about them your employees don't know about them or your external stakeholders don't know um, you're not really getting the full value out of them so that's really the lens that i bring to my work is is often helping clients on their journey of um, either where to start, because some are, are relatively new to this work, but as long as they're committed, we're willing to work with them, but also with clients that are um, you know, further along their journeys to really think about um, what does it mean to fully live into the commitments that they've made.
1: So, so talk us through some of the work you're most proud of where you think, yeah, this is what it's all about. This is where we really made a difference and produced change.
0: Yeah, I mean, there are so many partnerships we've now um, over the course of FH for inclusion worked with um, more than 130 nonprofit partners around the world so it is hard to choose, um, but a couple of examples. Uh, One, uh, we're part of the We The 15 uh, campaign that was focused on the 15% of people in the world um, that live with disability and trying to raise awareness for that. Um, Again, a forgotten aspect for many under the diversity, equity and inclusion umbrella, but a very important one in terms of uh, the number of people who are impacted. Um, And an amazing multi-office team um, from London, To Australia, Canada, so many different corners of the world, um, to really raise visibility around um, the need to focus on um, people who are part of this often marginalized group. So the FH team was involved in things like. Um, purple is actually the, the color that's associated um, with disability, so helping to light up landmarks around the world, including the London Eye and others um, in the color um, purple, uh, in order of recognition here, and really bringing a coalition of stakeholders together to make an impact. Some of the things that was highly visible um, and, and really reached around the world, and I think a very, very important topic. Um, so that's one thing that I'm proud of, Another thing is, you know, uh, we also are really, and this is more of a personal one, think a lot about um, board service. So, you know, we are all leaders out there uh, in the community and what are the organizations um, that we're going to give to you that we get to have a huge impact on. Um, So I've been really honored personally to be part of um, Stanford University's Haas Center for Public Service, um, their national advisory board, um, and really helping to work advance that work and do it with the lens of diversity, equity, and inclusion has been personally really important to me.
1: Tell us a bit about the work you did with the African American Policy Forum, because that sounded very interesting.
0: Yes, it is. Um, so Kimberly Crenshaw um, uh, is part of that organization and the team was involved in something called the Say Her Name campaign, which is really about raising awareness of Black, female um, victims of violence who are often forgotten. Um, And the team was able to do so much amazing work, um, including a partnership with the WNBA, um, helping I think with a new song released for um, with amazing artist Janelle Monae, so many different things. And part of what I'm so excited about, about that work and some of the partnerships we've been able to forge during the pandemic, I think you would think, Well, with the pandemic, did all of your pro bono and volunteer efforts stop because people weren't in person, all those things? In fact, we found the contrary. We found an amazing opportunity, I think, with more of these kind of forums like we're having today of connecting, you know, remotely Um, to be able to facilitate real collaboration across offices. So that was an amazing example, where there were teams from colleagues from South Africa to San Francisco who were involved in advancing that work in a way that I think was really meaningful. And we also hosted um, an hour of service that even for people who weren't on the core team um, that were able to participate and help give strategic counsel by gathering Across so many different offices. I think we had um, about 100 participants from offices all throughout our network um, to, to help give back together. And I think there was a lot of power in that and um, a model will take forward even as we um, start doing more in-person service uh, as we uh, move to this next phase.
1: Yeah, there's some really terrific work going on and it's great to hear about it. There is also a sort of we're, it's a very divided country, isn't it? And we see things happening like Don't Say Gay in Florida and we have um, attacks on women's health rights in Texas and we have some very febrile discussions you know, taking place on social and, and in person. How do you ha- help your clients play in areas like that where they can, you, you've got a whole country and, and a very divided population and, and you know what is inclusive to one part of the population might be different to the other how do you how do you sort of navigate that on behalf of your clients
0: i think that we get back to what is really human in all of this i mean at the, the end of the day this is about human beings and making sure that um people feel feel a sense of belonging where they are. Um, And we try to move, I think, away from um, the kind of polarization and politicization that has taken over so much of this to get to the real human aspects of this, where I think there's actually tremendous common ground. And I think that's been kind of the amazing part of being part of an agency that, you know, we have our roots and headquarters in St. Louis. Um, and, uh, and I think we have colleagues, you know, across all different parts of the U.S. I mean, I happen to be part of the San Francisco office and on the West Coast, and, and but we also have um, colleagues all throughout the U.S. and then, of course, globally too, that are coming from different vantage points. But I really have been amazed to see how much shared understanding we've been able to find together, and I think that um, serves us well in our work with clients that are, rep- you know, located in all different parts of the the country and world.
1: That's we kind of approach the second anniversary of the, the murder of george floyd how do you think we are as a country do you think business has genuinely changed it's it feels like there were some measures put in place that were like yeah, we have to do something now this is this is just a step too far and it felt like real change had been made not that it not that everything has been done and achieved that that, that needs to be achieved but where do you think we are we, we are at two years on
0: Yeah, I mean, I think both things can be true. In some ways, I feel like we've just scratched the surface because there's so much more work that needs to be done. However, I do feel like we've made real progress. And I think um, probably if I have a superpower, it's probably uh, eternal optimism. And I think that's been really important in this work. Um, Otherwise, it's kind of hard to keep going with it. But I genuinely believe, like if if Fleischman Hillard's any indication, I show up to calls now, and I do really feel like I see a true mosaic, um, and that's the beauty of leading this practice. Like we've really been able to cultivate. Uh, collection of counselors that are reflective of the world we live in. And um, I had aspects of that earlier in my career, but that part does feel really different. And I think if we can do it, I think we're seeing that reflected in many other places um, and with our clients and beyond as well. So I I do think there's been genuine progress um, and accountability. And I also think that, um, you know, as you said, there's much more work to be done and the real, challenge to all of us is to make sure we don't lose momentum as we hit this kind of two-year mark Um, and, and as we move forward from here we need to make sure that people have a relentless commitment to progress as we move forward.
1: Yeah, I agree. And uh, I think we need a bit of eternal optimism, for sure. You're right. We need um, we need that relentlessness and we need, we need diversity champions like yourself. And that's why you're a woman to watch, a PR Week woman to watch. So congratulations again. Great to find out more about your work on Coffee Break. And yeah, I look forward to seeing how, how you progress with FH for Inclusion.
0: Thank you so much, Steve. It was really a pleasure. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Coffee Break. For more episodes, visit PRWeek.com.